Hello everybody and welcome back to Time Out with the Touries. I'm your host, Nick Toury. Today I'm joined by Mike Mikoff of M7 Sports. Mike, thanks again for joining me this week. So we've got a busy uh, slate of high school football on the Lakeshore. Uh, we'll start first in the Lakes 8 Conference. The Ludington Orioles are 1-0. They'll take on 0-1 Sparta. What are your thoughts on the Orioles? Uh, last week, a nice win against Fremont. I think this has potential to be a really good game. You know, even though Sparta's 0-1, they went right down to the wire with Oak Creek, and I don't think a lot of people were expecting that. So I think it has a chance to be a really good game. And in the end, I think I'm going to go with Sparta in a close one, but it'll be a good game. Yeah, I would agree. I think Sparta will, will win this one closely. And I think you, you're also correct in that I don't think many people thought that they were going to fare nearly as well as they did uh, against Oak Ridge. But I'll tell you what, Trey, Trey Ferfinski for uh, Ludington, is, he's a heck of a player. So this one should be should be a lot of fun. So up, next up in the Lakes 8, we've got Muskegon Heights versus Kelvin Christian. This was one of my favorite stories of Week 1. Muskegon Heights is back, and they won their first game. Uh, they beat Potterville. Now they'll take on 0-1 Kelvin Christian. Do you think the, the uh, Tigers can move to 2-0? Absolutely. And uh, I just want to say, first off, I'm really happy for Coach Parker and his players. You know, I think uh, they deserve it more than anyone else with, you know, what they had to go through last year. And I was happy to see them win week one. But, uh, yeah, I think they will win this week and move on to 2-0. I completely agree. Uh, Kelvin is another one of those teams that sat out last year, and I think they're they're still uh, still making a lot of adjustments. But it looks like um, Muskegon Heights is firing on all cylinders, playing playing some good football here early in the season. Uh, Manistee, they're zero and one. They take on Lutheran Westland. Really like uh, Connor Boudry, uh, the running back there. He he's a pretty good player. I know he had a good game last week, and they played a Godwin team that. You know, uh, just played well, and I know that I talked to some uh, the Manistee coaches, and they just said they made a lot of mistakes. They had five turnovers, a lot of penalties. So uh, if they can clean that up, they've definitely got a chance here. So the last game we've got on the Lake State side, we've got Muskegon Catholic. They'll go against West Catholic. Both of these teams want to know, uh, what are your thoughts here, and what should be a pretty fun game? That's going to be a really tough one for Muskegon Catholic, being the small school that they are, going up against the team with decent enrollment and playing in a really tough conference so i i honestly think even though muskegon catholic will have a great season and they'll probably go to the playoffs i think they'll have their hands full this week yeah i'm really excited to watch the running back battle in this game uh obviously joe waller at muskegon catholic but tim kloska just set the record at west catholic over 300 yards in their win against forest hills eastern and he didn't even play uh for a significant chunk in the second half so it'll be a fun game to watch those two running backs go back and forth uh, i'll go with you uh close win i'm gonna say a little closer uh west catholic gets that victory. So uh, transitioning to the West Michigan Conference, uh, a pair of 0-1 teams in the first game. We've got North Muskegon versus Montague. Uh, I really liked James Young and his performance. I know they lost to uh, Muskegon Catholic in the first game, but what are your thoughts on, on these two teams? Yeah, you know, uh, in my opinion, these are two of the teams that the records don't speak for how good they are. They both played great opponents in Week 1, Muskegon Catholic and Edwardsburg. And I think... This always has the potential to be a close game because North Muskegon's always kind of given Montague fits in the past, and they've even beat them one or two times. So I'll go with Montague in a decently close game. You know, they have a pretty good young quarterback this year, he's a senior this year, but uh, Andrew Cooley, and I know North Muskegon's got a younger quarterback, and I, I'm looking forward to see how, seeing how he develops. Yeah, I would agree. I think that uh, you mentioned Andrew Cooey, and I know he played in other roles last year, so I do think kind of his game experience gives him a slight edge there. 
uh, over over James Young at North Muskegon. But I think James Young will be a fun prospect to watch, you know, kind of throughout this season and as he continues his career. So next game, we've got Whitehall versus Oak Ridge, a pair of 1-0 and teams. Uh, I really like Whitehall. I thought they were impressive in their season opening victory uh, against Kalamazoo United. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on, on this one? You know, both these teams had closer than expected week one and uh, had to come back at the end. But uh, really, I like my home, too. I think they're very experienced, and I really like what they bring up front. And this is definitely going to be a game that I've had on Thursday. I think it's the, it should be the game of the day Thursday. It might decide the West Machine Conference title. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Do you see these two teams as uh, – I know it's only a week in, a lot can change, but do you see these two as the kind of the top two teams in the league at this point? As of right now, absolutely. You know, both of them are very experienced and bring a lot of starters back. And I think that they both have potential to either win or finish at the very top of the conference. Uh, next game we, we've got in the uh, West Michigan Conference, Ravana 1-0. They'll take on 0-1 Shelby. Uh, Ravana was impressive to me. I, I didn't think that they'd be able to beat Beale City, but they hold on and yeah, get 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 they get a late win there. So, do you think that they uh, move on to two and zero, or does Shelby uh, pull out a victory here? I think they move on to two and zero fairly easily. To be honest with you, I, I honestly didn't expect them to beat Beale City, and now that they did, it makes me feel even better about them going into the season. I, I would completely agree. I thought that. Uh, when I saw that that they ended up holding on to win that game, I was extremely impressed, and I thought Kyle Beebe played uh, really well in that game. So it'll be yeah. fun to see kind of what they can do um, and what looks to be a little bit more of an open West Michigan conference. I think you don't have, like, the, the Montague is going to run away and win the state championship, but you've got some really good teams there at the top. Yeah, absolutely. Beebe's been developing the last couple of years, and now that he's a senior, I think it's going to be really exciting to see what he has in store for this year. And you're right, I think – this is a much more open West Michigan conference where last year it kind of felt like, even though one had a chance in the last game, it felt like Montague was going to win it the whole time. But you can say that in years past, you know, it's only one or two teams or two or three teams. But this year I think it's wide open with, you know, pretty much the entire top half having a chance to win. Yeah, it should be uh, exciting. So last game involving a West Michigan conference team uh, is Hart. Due to the COVID cancellation at Mason County Central, they're going to take on Kent City uh, in a non-conference game. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Hart Pirates, who were able to start with a win last week? I picked them to win last week over Holton, but I was very impressed uh, with how much they won by. I think it's be a closer game. And really, I think this week it'll be a closer game between Kent City and Hart than most people think, but I still think Kent City is going to pull it out in the end with the experience they have. Yeah, I would agree with, with that, and I would agree with Kent City as well. Uh, I know that uh, our team at Michigan Sports Radio, we had guys at the Kent City-Nuego game last week, and it was 19-0 Nuego at halftime, and, and, and Kent City battled back. I know Mason Westbrook had a huge game, 260 yards, uh, three touchdowns, so he's going to be a tough challenge for Hart to stop. Uh, I, I would agree that I think Kent City holds on uh, and gets that victory. So elsewhere in the CSAA Silver, uh, we've got Holton. They lost last week to Hart. Uh, they take on Coleman. Uh, what do you think about Hart, uh, about Holton here as they kind of enter this next uh, next game of their season? I think they're really going to have their hands full. Uh, I saw I saw Coleman had a dominant win in Week One, so uh, it's definitely going to be a challenge for them. But we'll have to see how it plays out. But I think Coleman will win this one pretty comfortably. Yeah, you mentioned that uh, huge comfortable win. They beat Far Farwell uh, sixty-one to zero. I would agree. I think that. Uh, 
it'll be a tough week two opponent here uh, for Holton. So kind of transitioning to some of the Lakeshore teams there uh, on the uh, in the OK Conference. And, and that first one we've got is Spring Lake. They're making their season debut. Uh, they'll take on Zeeland East, who won last week. And the, the Chicks are 1-0. Uh, what are you thought? What are your thoughts between these two teams? Yeah, Zealand East with a really impressive uh, week one win last week. They had, uh, I think, won forty-five to fourteen. Yes, Warren Mustower. Uh, you know, obviously they're going to be very experienced and uh, ready to go for this one. Spring Lake returns almost everybody, including the two troop twins, Hunter and Travis. So they should have a really great season. And uh, I got to go with Zealand East though. And the, by the slightest of artists. I would agree. I think that uh, Spring Lake kind of gets to compete in what will be a really tough OK Blue, and I'll be curious to see kind of how, how they develop and battle through that tough conference all season. Uh, but but I would agree. Zeeland East looked really good in their first week uh, against Warren Woods Tower. I, I think they've got what it takes to win this game as well. Uh, game number two in the OK side, we've got Fruitport. Uh, they'll take on Cadillac. Both teams won their uh, season openers last week. W- what are your thoughts here? You know, Cadillac was in the T4 state finals last year, I think. And, uh, you know, Fruitport really had a lot of young talent that's coming back. I'm going to go with Cadillac in a close one. And a lot of people might think that this will be a blowout, but I actually, I honestly think that it'll be closer than people think. And it'll be a really good test for Fruitport to see where they're at in the program. And hopefully, I think they have a chance to win this one. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with Cadillac too. I think it'll be a little bit, uh, a little bit more in favor of Cadillac. And I was mostly just impressed by uh, the way that they were able to beat Reed City here in the season opener. I know it was close; it was 18-14, um, but Reed City's been another one of those programs that's really strong, and so it was impressive to kind of see that they could slow down that offense and, and ultimately pull out a victory. Uh, but I was extremely impressed by Fruitport in Week One. The fact that they could beat Kenwell Hills uh, 42 to two—that was one of those scores that really stood out to me. Um, in the, yeah, in the opening Dan weeks. Green, their quarterback with uh, 299 yards, three touchdowns. That was really impressive performance for him. Yeah, it'll be. They're another one of those teams that's in that in that mix in the OK Blue, uh, competing for what should be a really fun conference race. Uh, so three games left. We've got Reese Puffer. They take on St. John's. Both teams lost in their season opener last week. Uh, Reese Puffer loses that game to Grand Haven. St. John's they lost to Jackson County Western, uh, 20 to 12. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts here uh, with the with the Rockets? I think Reese Puffer pulled it out in a close one. Uh, you know they struggled last week against Grand Haven, even though they made it a close game. They, they played well on defense, but they struggled more offensively. But I, I I'll still go with Reese Puffer to pull it out in a close one over St. John's. I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take St. John's. Uh, they've been a pretty strong program the last few years. Last year was a hiccup. They went two and five, but they've made the playoffs five of the six seasons before that. So I definitely think that the uh, the Red Wings will get a win here, which would be a uh, which would be, I think will be a good game. Though I think you mentioned a lot of good points there uh, about Reese Puffer. So we've got we've got two games left. Probably, arguably, two of the Lakeshore's best teams against two of Detroit's best teams. Uh, first, we'll go with Muskegon versus Detroit Cast Tech. I mean, we could roll out the laundry list of players here uh, on Cast Tech, three and four-star recruits, uh, talent all over the place, obviously a football powerhouse. Uh, but Muskegon is a powerhouse in their own right, you know, so so much success. What are your thoughts uh, on, on a huge matchup here? So, uh, honestly, I think I'm going to go with Muskegon in a close one just based on the atmosphere at Hackley Stadium. And, uh, but I do think it's going to be a really, really good game, and I think – 
Volley Sports TV is going to be there, so it'll be broadcasted all over the state of Michigan. And I really like Miles Walton in this game, our quarterback from Muskegon that's been a four-year varsity player. And I think uh, he has just enough to get the job done. Yeah, I was extremely impressed by Muskegon in their first game uh, against East Kentwood. I expected they would win. Uh, I really didn't expect them to win by the margin that they did, and honestly, in the manner that they did, too. They were just in complete control from the beginning, forced some turnovers, made some explosive plays, and, and you brought up Miles Walton. He he was electric. So I'm kind of with you. I feel like Muskegon's going to win this game, but it, it's going to be a tough test. Uh, Cast Tech has so many big guys up front. They've got a trio of uh, linemen that are three-star recruits. Uh, one guy I know is committed to Tennessee, so it's going to be a big challenge uh, for, for the Big Reds. But finally, last game we've got Mona Shores. Uh, they travel to Detroit King. Uh, Mona Shores won last week pretty handily against Lowell. Detroit King uh, stepped out of state. They lost to Carmel, Indiana, 42-40. Uh, to 40. Uh, What are your thoughts here? So I believe in our area, Mona Shores is the longest winning streak. I think their last loss was in 2019 in the Deegan. And uh, I expect them to keep it going past this week. You know, I think uh, even though they don't have Brady Rose anymore, I think that Mark Connecting is a great quarterback for them that, you know, brings a different aspect to the game. You know, uh, where Brady was more of an athlete, he could run. Mark can throw the ball really well. So I'm going to go with Mona Shores. And I, th- I think it'll be a competitive game, but I'm going to go with Ben and yeah. You know, this one's a tough one for me. I think you, you mentioned that uh... – Obviously, Mona Shores has a different style of quarterback now, and they you know, defeated King last year. Uh, and what was a pretty fun game that was kind of scheduled at the last minute there. But I, I, I like Detroit King, I think, in a close one. I think for a similar reason, you talked about Muskegon being at home. I think the fact that King doesn't have to travel is an advantage. And I really like Dante Moore, uh, the, four-star, the four-star quarterback. Um, and he's got a great uh, wide receiver there in Lynn Wishell. Um, so I just, I think King in a close one, but uh, I think it's going to be another one of those tremendous, uh, football games. Absolutely. And I'll be at that one. Oh, that, that's awesome. Um, so yeah. I guess any other thoughts on, uh, kind of this week, anything that you're looking forward to or anything that kind of gets you excited uh, as week two comes into clear? I really think this has potential to be one of the best weeks of the regular season. You got, uh, Oak Ridge Whitehall on Thursday, and then you got the Deegan Cass and, Motor Shores and uh, Detroit King on Friday. So I think this has potential to be the best week of the regular season. No, you bring up a great point. Those are three uh, uh, fantastic games. So uh, once again, I'd like to thank Mike Meekoff of M7 Sports. Uh, check him check him out on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, they're all over the place doing all sorts of great things. I know I saw all those videos um, this week. So Mike, thank you again for joining me. We look forward to uh, talking to you again next week. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. You guys do a great job. And, you know, I'm looking forward to being back on here every week. So once again, I want to thank Mike Meekoff of M7 Sports for joining us on today's episode. Uh, that'll be all for tonight. We will come back on Thursday with one final day of previews. We have a few guests already lined up. It should be a great show. So for Zach Toury in the studio, I'm Nick Toury. Thank you, as always, for listening to Time Out with the Tories. Yeah.